This is a CBC Podcast. Hey Siri, show me the fastest way to Hogsback Park. Okay, so I'm headed to Hogsback Park to talk about dating. The destination is on your left, Hogsback Park. Arrived. I'm looking for a young woman in her early 20s named Ellis Peterson. I told her I was going to be wearing a red fleece jacket. She told me she's going to be dressed in some kind of medieval knight's uniform. So she should be easy to spot. Hi, you must be Ellis. Hi, Robin. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. This is Ottawa. One question a week about the city we love. I'm Robin Bresnahan, and this week, where do you find love when you've given up on online dating? All right. <laughs> so come on into my mobile studio. I'm sorry, I have children, so this oh, no, car is disgusting. You're doing God's work. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ellis. I like you already. We're actually going to start with talking about dating, which I was thinking back to like the, the last time I had a first date was 23 years ago. So I'm a little I'm a little out of the scene, but you are not. I want you to tell me about your experience with online dating. First of all, where were you at in your life when, when you started doing that? So it was basically off of one of my last relationships. It lasted about seven months. I had been I had been not really looking for a while because that's kind of just how it is sometimes. You don't want to look after, after something like that ends. And when I finally found myself confident enough to get back in the scene, I tried online dating. And uh, it was just, pardon my language, a bit of a cesspit. Very emotionally draining. Just the series of constant, oh, you have set your exp- expectations clear. I'm very blunt. I am very dense. I really like that clarity and communication first and foremost. And so it was just something that did not really click with how I I kind of work as a person. And online dating will work for others. It is absolutely a personal opinion that online dating didn't work for me. So you're 25. Were you saying you were openly looking for like a longer term relationship? Absolutely. It was absolutely the case. So you decide online dating is not for you. It has to be IRL, in real life, that you're going to meet somebody. So what did you do? So I tried going to my community center. I tried getting into certain sports. I tried badminton. There was a community badminton team that was very much uh, very much something I tried, but sadly they were very much established. So I don't think they liked new people in their community very much. So I didn't feel welcome. That was a sad bust because uh, I do like badminton. But other than that, it was uh, I tried a kind of a speed dating event. That didn't go anywhere. Eh, but it was just nice to get out and do something that was in person. It's like even if it didn't go anywhere, it felt better than online dating. Yeah. Okay, so this brings us to why we are sitting here in my car at Hogsback Park. Very quick, you know what, I'm going to call it If I just look out your window, actually, I can see some action happening. What are you here to do today? It's a LARP event. We really love to basically play these kinds of games with each other in which it's a lot of times capture the flag. Sometimes it's other forms of battle games, but essentially we build and construct these foam swords and we swing them at each other. There are spells, there's armor. It's basically like a really weirdly complex sport. It's just fun to be able to physically just like have a sword that you know is not going to hurt someone and just kind of wail on them to an extent. 
We're much more physical than people realize. I think a lot of people have this picture of LARP in their head that it's something like, oh, you're all like satyrs dancing in the woods, playing panpipes. And it's like, no, it, it kind of looks more like football or soccer. It's like we're running up and down a field. We're hitting each other with sticks. It looks ridiculous. So LARPing, what's it stand for? Uh, it stands for live action role play, essentially. Okay. What's your sword made out of? My sword is currently made out of, uh, the core is basically a golf club, and the portion you hit someone with, it's made out of pipe insulation. So it is durable, and you always have to have a cover over it. It's, it the current cover I have is like a blue and black sock. Uh, yeah, I have a shield that is literally made out of a, uh, a sled. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, like a winter sled. Like a flying saucer? Yeah, exactly. Oh, fun. We have a man on this field who has a set of plate mail that weighs about 40 pounds. So you're getting cardio, and you're also getting building muscle based around wearing armor while doing cardio. So, well, it's almost like soccer is the best way I'd put it. Wow. Oh, sorry. Right. No, I'm dead as well. Okay, Mitch. Do you do this all year round, like even in the winter in the snow? Absolutely we do. In fact, some of us really love winter because we actually use the snow to build walls as kind of terrain for some of our games. We love to embrace that we are kind of crazy and do this all year round. Okay, now back to the love bit, the finding love bit. This is actually where you met your current boyfriend. Yeah, it is. Uh, his name is Francois, and he is just one of the sweetest, kindest men I know. Ugh, so funny as well. Just a lovely man. Everyone just respects him in this community because he's been playing this for about 10 years. He wow. has been in this game for 10 years, and my god, he's just so welcoming, so kind, clearly has an energy to him that people gravitate to. Can you pinpoint the moment where you're like, huh, I might actually be interested in this guy? The one that I like to use as like the most iconic, like, oh, this is going to start something, was uh, after I was playing for a little bit, it, of course, you're not going to be good for your first little bit. So trying to get better and trying to learn the game properly, he was very encouraging. He would message me on Facebook and say, oh, you did really good this day. Like, you did really great. I can t tell you're improving. And so that kind of like built me up some courage to be like, all right, I'm interested in this man. Made sure that he was single, of course, and then had the had the kind of courage after a field day to give him a big hug. And when he hugged me back, I went, you have the best hugs on field, Frank. That is the moment that pinpointed, like, we both knew that we were both going to be interested, and we had a date that Wednesday, and ever since, we have been very happy. Can we go meet him? Yes, absolutely. I'd love you to. <laughs> okay, awesome. Hi. This is Francois here. Hey, Francois. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. You have quite the getup on. Can you just describe to me what you're wearing? My torso and arms. I have like the black gamson. You can see the it poking above the sleeves of the mail. On top of that, I have a aluminum riveted ma mail, so chain mail it's commonly called. You literally look like a, a knight in shining armor here. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I just heard from Ellis about you. Yeah. Can you tell me the other side of this story? When, when you first met Ellis, what was your impression of her? We first saw each other, I'd feel like about a year before like we start, started going out. But basically, like yeah, she was like... I must admit, like a quite cute redhead who came to field, and uh, I was like, oh, like she she looks really nice, but like 
I must admit this was like immediately after the pandemic and like it just uh, sort of got a bit like oh just stop thinking about those sorts of things and like then she comes to, to for the usual post field fist bump that we do with everyone and then offers a hug and said so I go in so she said I gave the best hugs and well even someone as dense as me could pick up on that so uh well <laughs> now we're here now you're here how would you say that LARPing has changed your life I give it a lot for the better. It's made me a lot healthier. It's given me the avenue to exercise without feeling like it's exercise. And I have met some of my best friends through this uh, community. So I would say that I owe a lot to this, uh, to a lot to this community and a lot to AmpGuard because it has definitely given me so many avenues in life that I could not have expected from a wonderful boyfriend to some phenomenal friends to being a healthier person. It's like, that's almost a really impossible trifecta to reach with almost anything else. It's. Kind of ridiculous putting it in retrospect. What about you? How's it changed your life, Francois? In, in early December, it'll ha it'll be my 13th year in the hobby. Honestly, like, I'm not sure exactly what it does, but I'm pretty sure we could try probably have fun, like, getting some university students to, like, connect electrodes to our skulls to see, like, okay, like, what kind... Do we enter an altered state while we're running around hitting each other with foam weapons? Yeah, I should grab my skull balls, right? Uh, no. no, militia is only weapons and armor. It feels extremely liberating because you just let everything go. You just forget about daily routine, forget about your worries, and you just get better at it over time. And it's just really fun. That sounds awesome. I'm I'm so glad to meet you both. Thank you. And I love I love this love story. Can I come and watch you guys do a little bit of the activity today? Is that okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. You can meet some more of the people who have been here for like 10, 12 years. Wow. The LARPers. So, there you go. Sometimes you find love in rather unexpected places. If you have a burning question about something in Ottawa you have always wondered about, send it our way. You can email thisisottawa at cbc.ca. The podcast is hosted by me, Robin Bresnahan. It is produced by Julie Ireton. Margot Wright is the executive producer of audio for CBC Ottawa. Thank you for listening. For more CBC podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.